This is the most important thing you need to do before any creative project. If you don't do this, you're wasting hundreds or even thousands of hours. And it's important in animation, comics, film, television, video games, or even YouTube videos. I'm Brandon Chen. I'm a professional in the manga, webtoons, novels, and video game space. I create stories for a living. And today I'm going to be teaching you and telling you all about storyboarding. What's the big deal about storyboarding, you might ask? Imagine this, you're on a treasure hunt. Now, would you rather have a situation where you have a vague description of where you're going to go or how to get to this treasure? Or would you rather have a very detailed map that tells you exactly what you're supposed to do, where you're supposed to go, and where the end product and treasure is? And I would say most people would say the detailed map. Depends on your creative process, but most people are going to say detailed map. And that's exactly what a storyboard is. It's basically the treasure map of your creative process. Very silly metaphor. <laughs> Storyboarding allows for us to visualize our somewhat intangible ideas. And like a map, it lets other people who are creatives experience our mind and imagination without having to read like a script. It's a very visual form of storytelling and a visual form of conveying information. Whether it's cinematography, animators, script writers, etc. Everyone is using storyboards in their creative process. It helps you understand what you need to build the final product. It helps you understand what the final product might look like because the storyboard is basically a low cost image of what the final product might look like. And it also gives you new ideas of how you might be able to push it in different ways. Plus it's easier to find any sort of errors or narrative or logistical plot holes in a storyboard than it is when you're looking at, let's say a 200 page script for a film. Today I'm going to be going through how storyboarding impacts an amalgamation of different industries in the entertainment space and why storyboarding is where you should be spending the most time on your creative projects. So let's take a look first at animation. Every sequence in films like Toy Story, Frozen, or even anime, they all have storyboards involved. The storyboard in this scenario is essentially a skeleton for what the technology and artists are all gonna be using to build upon to create the final product. An animation studio that wants to execute a very advanced scene would need storyboards to tell them, hey, this is what's possible. And even, hey, this is how I can estimate how much this scene would cost from a cost perspective, because obviously there's a lot of funding and all that type of stuff that goes into this project. So you really need to know what the scene is going to look like before you actually start to work on it. So essentially storyboards help animators execute and plan their scenes that might be a little bit advanced, but also just helps them visualize what the final might look like. Now, if we shift from animation to my industry, which is the manga webtoon, by the way, if you haven't checked out my work, check it out, Brandon Chen, all my serializations are in the description or link in my bio. But yeah, in manga and webtoons, storyboards are where most of the changes and decisions regarding the narrative approach are made. Page composition, the panel composition, how the characters are laid out, where the dialogue goes, where the sound effects are going, all of that is shown in the storyboard phase. It's really easy, in my opinion, to catch visual issues here because I might write something in a script that says three-fourth front view from a higher angle looking down. And then let's say that the artist draws that exactly what I said, but it looks way worse than what I thought it was going to look like. And that's not their fault. It's my fault because it just didn't match the scene. In that case, that's where a storyboard would come in handy. It's like, okay, wow, sketch this out. It didn't work out so well. Let's make a change. So here's an example of Samurai no Toro, one of the storyboards, which honestly we needed to do it a few times just to just to get it right. And so the storyboard shows you here again where what the final product might look like. In this scenario, a lot of times you're adjusting, always tweaking, always seeing things, and you're like, hey, how can I push this? How can I push this? How can I make it better? And the storyboard is really where you can make that effort. By the way, if you haven't read my new series, Samurai 
Samurai no Tora. It's in a Webtoon original, just came out. Please check it out. I'll link it everywhere in the description. So even when we look at industries like live action, storyboards help the directors and creators map out scenes that might be more costly or risky to produce. For example, in many action movies, like let's say Tom Cruise does a lot of action movies like Mission Impossible. They must be storyboarding these sequences where Tom Cruise is jumping off the cliffside in a motorcycle and he has to do a parachute. There's no way that Tom Cruise is just like, let's do this thing and doesn't plan it out beforehand. They have to storyboard it out to see if it's even viable. How much is this going to cost? Again, what is it going to look like? What angles are we going to do? Are we going to shoot from this angle, this angle, this angle? This is what we theoretically think it will look like. All right, we have it all planned out. Let's get the shot. The storyboard really helps with that process before they go in and Tom Cruise jumps off a cliff. <laughs> and so in this scenario, or even a lot of Marvel films, they storyboard the scenes out for what sound effects or visual effects might look like. In that example, a lot of people are wearing suits and they're doing things that are all hypothetical and the visual effects aren't in yet. So it kind of looks silly when they're doing all these actions in suits. Video games do this as well. It's a lot of it's for the motion capture. For that stuff, the storyboarding is needed to basically see what a scene might look like before you actually pull in those really expensive actors to come in and do the actual motion capture work. And this, you know, filmmakers across all mediums can plan stunts, they can plan special effects, they can plan sequences that are very intensive before the actors or for anyone is actually executing. I believe Steven Spielberg and Alfred Hitchcock are very known to rely heavily on storyboarding. So let's talk about how do you create a storyboard? It's pretty simple. It's very low stress because you're essentially mapping out what you're going to do before you do it. It's not necessarily a test of your artistic skill. A lot of publishers look at me and they're like, you know what? Give us stick figures. I don't care. For me, I can even storyboard. I draw stick figures and I give it to the artist and they draw another storyboard on top of my storyboard sometimes. And this is common in the manga space. It is not a test of your artistic skill. It is a test of your imagination and how easily you can convey your imagination onto the page. And so when you're drawing, let's say I'm really bad at drawing like a certain dynamic angle. I might even leave notes on, on the storyboard like, hey, I can't draw this. He, sorry, you can't draw this, but here's what it's supposed to look like. And here I, here's a reference. When you're storyboarding, think about the camera angles, think about the expressions, the movements, the coherence, whatever you're storyboarding, you should treat it like you're almost building the final product in a very low effort visual kind of way. Because the most important part of this is coherence, because you want to be able to keep the storyboard in a very simple way where it's very easy to make changes. You drew, do a storyboard that's too detailed. It's a pain in the to still have to go back and make those tweaks. So you want to make sure that you can change things very easily. And that's why a lot of artists will literally just stick figure draw with no expressions. This is what the rough character looks like, etc. In the manga and webtoon industry, if the storyboard is not making sense and it's not good in the terms of a narrative like coherence, the editors and the publishers can make you do it over and over and over and over again until you get it right. So that's why storyboard and coherence is super important. And also like it can show you if the reader is going to be able to tell visually if they understand what's happening in your narrative or not. Many times a storyboard is a new way for creatives to discover new approaches to the way that they tell stories or they discover new ways to execute something artistically as well. So that's all the I'm going to be talking about for storyboarding today. It's a very introductory video. Drop a subscribe, drop a like if this was helpful, drop a comment if you want to have any sort of next topics that you think I should talk about. And also make sure to check out any of my projects as well to see how those storyboards translate directly into the final product. Would really appreciate your read. All links in the description for everything I've ever done and I will see you guys in next week's video. Thank you you guys so much for watching. Peace.